All right, Russell, count me in. You are listening to From the Dome to Your Home podcast, the Municipal Association's weekly look at legislative action and issues facing cities and towns around the state. I'm your host, Casey Fields. Scott, we have a lot to report on today. Do we? We do. It wasn't like a, I wouldn't call it like a, you know, exciting week, but we have had a lot of movement on some of our advocacy initiatives. So I think that that, to me, that's an exciting week. It hasn't been, um, other than bond reform in the house, there really hasn't been a lot of fireworks. True. Do you know what I mean? And you know, they're really, like we talked about last week on the bond reform, the arguments that were made against it were in fact made. Correct. On the floor. On the floor. Right. And you know, to no avail. Right. They they went ahead and passed it. Third reading. It's on to the Senate. Well, I take I take back what I said earlier. There were some fireworks, but they just were not on the floor of the house. It's really? more like behind the scenes. Dish. Uh, in the paper, I read an article <clears throat> where the House Freedom Caucus is suing the House <laughs> Ethics Committee. <laughs> That's what you're yes. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, and then the uh, the. Imp- the the ensuing Twitter right. dust up right. that was really good right I, that but was, that was not that was kind of like yeah offline. that was it wasn't not yeah, on yeah. the floor but yeah that was recreational I was reading you know just skimming through the newspaper aside from that the Murdoch right. trial that's you know other things that we're <laughs> reporting on highly commend the uh, Freedom Caucus Twitter account to go and to folks to go and check that out and look at the the exchanges back and forth I, I haven't even looked at that. I sent it to you. Oh, I, don't. I sent it to you and Johnny and maybe, Erica. You maybe, didn't watch it. Maybe I it. ignored it. Oh man, you missed out then. Scott, let's let's hit some things. the The first two things I want to talk about are the two things that are are at some of our advocacy initiatives, okay. and then I want you to explain a bill that made it out of subcommittee. Um, kind of explain it in a way that everybody can understand it, because I need that explanation as well. Okay. Um, send our house bill. I'm sorry. Let's start in the house house bill three zero one four. That's the Clementa Pinckney hate crimes yep. act. Um, that bill got out of sub last week mm-hmm. in a house judiciary subcommittee. It got out of the full house judiciary on Tuesday. It did. And it is on the house calendar. That's very exciting. That is exciting. And, uh, subcommittee chairman representative Jay Jordan from Florence. When I saw him the other week, uh, he made the comment. Maybe I mentioned it on the podcast last Could week. Have. He said he wasn't terribly worried about steps one and two, which is subcommittee and committee. It was step three that was going to be the larger obstacle. So right, and we'll you see, remember a couple of sessions ago, this bill passed the yeah, house. This, this, this bill came out of the house in 2021, the mm-hmm. exact same language mm-hmm. as what passed the house in 2021. And of course, it got over to the Senate and got jammed up there and ran out of time before the end of the two year session. Right. Hopefully that will not happen this time, which is why we really, once it gets over to the Senate, we're going to concentrate our efforts along with all the other stakeholders in it right. in trying to see that it gets passed by the Senate this year. So, it, you know, if it doesn't get passed this year, then it, it will have made crossover, assuming that it passes next Correct. week out of the House. Correct. It will have made crossover, which means it's still alive for the next for the second year of the two-year session that starts in January, 
Well, it, but would, it would still be, be alive anyway. Right. If it didn't well, yeah, get crossover, I mean, yeah, that just I mean, means it can be I mean, passed by the end of this session. Right, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I mean alive in the sense that um, it'll get done. We hope. We hope. So call your House members over the weekend. Tell them you support the hate crimes bill. I can Pass tell you, um, let's, let's get this thing going. Last week we, um, we had the interview with mayor Murray from yes. Beaufort and he is also speaking today actually to other mayors around the state yep. to share the information, share the resolutions that Beaufort County, that all the municipalities in Beaufort mm-hmm. County did so mm-hmm. they can pass it along to their municipalities and their County yep. and, and share that information. Um, I do know he did share with us this morning that Wyoming had, which is the only other state mm-hmm. not to, pass a hate crimes bill and they have a bill that is progressing. Is that correct? I think that's what he said. Yeah, although it, that it's moving. Yeah. But I think his view of it was that it was likely a long shot there. Right. Boy, it'd be nice to not finish last again. Right. And something it yeah. sure would. I completely agree with you. Um, so that's promising. Yes. So then another huge victory for cities and towns is that Senate bill 31, which is the financial compilation bill mm-hmm. um, that cities and towns with the total revenue under $500,000 mm-hmm. have the option to do instead of a full blown audit. Um, that bill passed, got second reading and third reading unanimously in the Senate. Yes. This week and this week. Mm-hmm. Right. And it is over to the House Ways and Means Committee for yep. debate. That's going to be really good. It'd be very helpful for our smallest cities and towns, of right. course, and right. uh, real proud of the work that Erica Wright on our staff Absolutely. has been doing on that bill. She has taken this thing and run with it and done a great job and shepherded it through. And she got a thumbs up from the Senate president. Right after it got second uh, reading, Thomas I think, Alexander, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, on, was it second reading? I think yeah. it was second reading. Yeah. And, um, so she's got a lot of she's got a lot of supporters in the Senate, and um, I'm I'm excited for her to go to work on in the it house. in the house. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. That's that's an exciting bill because that's something that we've been working on for a long time, and that could really really help some of our smaller towns kind of dig out of where they've been. And I'll tell you, Casey, we've gotten a lot of interest in that bill from the smaller cities and towns, particularly through the field service managers. Mm-hmm. Charlie Barano on our staff has sent along several notes that says, yes, you know, mayor of such and such town is looking watching this and hopeful that we can get it passed. It's going to be Good. really helpful to them. So, yeah. The last bill House Bill 3782, you and Joni Nickel on our staff, you mm-hmm. are working on. And that is the video streaming franchise fee bill, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll start off with what the bill did as introduced and right. then how it was amended in subcommittee. So a while, a while back, some, some, uh, the, some representatives of the of direct TV lobbyists approached us and, asked us to react to and give them give our feedback on a proposal to clarify in current law in the cable services act that content delivered by way of the internet right is not to be calculate used as a part of the calculation for franchise fees okay okay so franchise fees are basically rent 
okay. that utilities and other companies pay who are occupying municipal rights of way. Right. Okay. In exchange for that rent, they can hang their infrastructure, bury their infrastructure in the right of way, and they don't pay a business license tax or other applicable taxes that you might imagine okay. in exchange for that franchise fee. The franchise fee is then usually on average about 5% of the charges that are made to customers by that company. So so if you have cable, okay, you pay a franchise fee based on the amount that your bill is. So if your bill, bill if your bill is $100, then there's a charge on there of $5 that says municipal franchise. Okay. Fee, okay. Okay. Those franchise fees are in existing law based on a limited number of services and products that cable companies, telephone companies deliver over their infrastructure, mm -hmm. okay, over their wires. That does not include, however, content that is delivered by way of the internet. Okay. That is excluded by federal law. Federal law through the, 99, the 1999 Telecommunications Act Preclude cities and towns and local governments and uh, all over the country. I was in college in 1999. I was, where was I in 1999? Probably D.C. No, I'd just come back. We were living in Rock Hill, South Carolina at that time. I was working in a warehouse at United Supply Company. Oh, were you loading? Push, is that how you learned? That is where boxes. you is that where you got your packing ability? No, no, no. I, I, I learned how to push boxes early on, um, you know, Stocking shelves with the grocery stores. Then I worked for quality business machines in Rock Hill in the warehouse, delivered off supplies, loaded trucks for UPS. Yeah, I was about to say, you loaded trucks for UPS. That's how you can and then, you pack a vehicle. And then worked at United Supply for quite well. A year and a half, two years. All right. Anyway, sorry. Anyway. I digress. The 1999, <laughs> the 1999 Federal Telecommunications Act. The Telecommunications Act, Act pro prohibits us from taxing the internet. Okay. Okay. So, um, what this bill does, 3782, is say streaming services, content that's delivered through streaming, mm -hmm. which is the internet, is not to be included as a part of that calculation for franchise fees. Okay. Uh, the rural telephone company. So that was what the original bill did. So it, we have to say that even though the federal bill I don't says know, it? I don't know that the, fed, that the telecom access streaming. I don't know that it, okay. it, streaming wasn't a thing it in 1999. Says, right. It right? just says internet. Yeah. It just says okay. internet. So um, to make – and the reason that the industry people have brought, brought that to us is because in 13 other states, mm -hmm. municipalities there or other local governments have sued them over the fact that they are trying to make it – trying to say that streaming is not on the Internet and therefore they should be taxable. Okay. They wanted to avoid that here. Nobody in South Carolina, no city or town that I'm aware of, has even attempted or contemplated suing the cable right. or right. – or, or telephone or direct TV or somebody like that. But and, and in that light, in the fact that we're already preempted, we said, okay, that's fine, but let's limit it to just these very specific sections of the law lest right. we take the take the risk of it of it being interpreted elsewhere in the law to okay. our detriment. Okay. okay. So um, what you'll see is streaming content Will be and anything that's delivered over the internet is not to be counted as a part of those those calculations. Okay. For cable, for um, rural telephone, and we are not losing any revenues. 
cities are not. Not losing any of the revenue okay. that you're currently collecting, except for the natural loss that you're having as everything goes to the internet, of course. Right, right. Um, but we're not, certainly not gaining anything, but we're not losing out on the opportunity to continue collecting franchise fees and collecting taxes the way we are today. Okay, now, good. Having said that, and I, okay. hate, I hate that phrase. I shouldn't I have said that. I, I don't, it's I don't overused. Despite this, there is, I think, uh, a willingness on the part of the industry folks mm -hmm. to sit down with us and others, including Representative Jay West from Belton, who was okay. the subcommittee chairman, because he said this at the end of the subcommittee meeting right. after that bill Isn't passed. Isn't Jay West a former um, town council used, member in Belton? He used to be on council yep. in Belton. He said, and these industry partners have also said something to the effect that, look, we know this revenue source is dwindling, dwindling over mm -hmm. time mm -hmm. because of the evolution of technology right. on which these charges are based. It's based on the, right. the technology, not necessarily the content or think of it this way, because I was having this conversation with Todd Glover, our executive director yesterday. Think about it like water. Okay. You have a pipe in the ground, comes from the water main to your house. Okay. And water goes to your kitchen sink, water goes to your shower, water goes to your washing machine. Well, you don't pay on, you don't pay a, a, a sales tax, let's say, even though you don't. You don't pay for just the water coming out of your sink. Mm -hmm. You don't pay for just the water coming out of your shower into your washing machine. You pay for all of it. Right. It's all delivered through a pipe. Right. Think about the internet delivered services that same way. All the all the apps, all of the streaming services that we have are all and delivered. You, and you're talking about Netflix, Netflix you're talking about yeah. Disney Plus. Everything. Okay. Everything that is delivered Amazon Prime, across Apple TV. the over by way of the internet through your pipe. Okay. So I have five hundred meg I mean four hundred megs. I have a four hundred meg pipe for my house. Okay. Todd said he's got a gig. What what do I have? I don't know I what don't you know. have. I don't know. But Everything, all that stuff's coming through that pipe. Okay. So what's the difference between how it should and should not be taxed? Those are sort of some of the conversations that we're going to have in the future. Right. Uh, with the blessing of certainly Representative West. Right. Who is the chairman of the House Labor, Commerce, and Industry Public Utilities Subcommittee. Correct. Yeah. So he recognizes that we need to have a different way to generate revenue from these companies who are in the public publicly owned rights of way. Right, right. So we'll have that conversation, but the bottom line is for now, we're not losing out on any opportunities okay. for revenue. Good. Well, let me back up. So we're nobody not losing, needs... We're not losing revenue streams that we currently have. So you are not concerned as of today, in, it, no. in its form that Correct. it is right now? Yes, as it came out of subcommittee. Now right. it's, and it's going to go, it's going to go in front of the full labor, commerce and industry committee in the house right. sometime Probably whenever they meet week. again. Yeah. And then it'll get on the floor. Right. Obviously things change. And in fact, things changed from the time that we got the original bill. And then Monday when we were approached by these other industry people to say, Hey, we want to get in on this too. And so right. it's set. Joni and I took the better part of two days trying yeah. to work through that, negotiate back and forth on fine tuning this thing. And and I was happy to be able to go into that subcommittee meeting yesterday morning and everybody, you know, said, we've consulted with the Municipal Association. Yes, yes. This is where we are. 
Chairman West was very complimentary that, hey, I'm glad you all brought this to us in harmony and we don't have right. to we don't have to fight with you or amongst ourselves. Over you this. negotiated in good faith, Scott. We always do. We always negotiate in good faith. We're honest brokers of accurate information. That's exactly right. And we're and we're honest and good faith negotiators. And, so. and you're taking care of it, taking care of an issue. We saw so. it come up. So as of I right so. now, we don't need to sound the alarm bells. No. Okay. I don't think so. All right. Um, I've got a couple of housekeeping things that I want to talk about over kind of the next couple of weeks in the House and Senate. Okay. But before I do, I'd like to pose this week's trivia question. Hmm. And yeah, then I want you to think about it. We're late in this episode. I want you to, to think about question. it. I like to keep everybody on their toes. I know. Everybody's been sitting on the Dying edge of their seats. Dying for it. Waiting for it. Um. Then after we talk, I'm going to give you this question okay. and you think about it. And then okay. I'm going to, we're going to talk a little bit about some housekeeping, how yeah. the next like month or so is okay. going to look. All right. And then, um, I will give you, we'll see if you can get it. Okay. Or if Vicki or Seth or Greg can get it too. Jolie Patterson might be able to as well. Yeah. She very well might. Even though she's not a Florida resident. Even though she's a Floridian and she left she's, us. She's the assistant. She'll come back. Town clerk of She'll Reddington Shores, Florida. She'll come on back. That's right. Reddington, Remington. I don't know. So, Scott, how many municipalities in South Carolina have a burg in the name? B-U-R-G? B-U-R-G in okay. quotes. Quotation, B-U-R-G. How many municipalities in South Carolina have a, quote, burg in the name? And I'm going to, you, you can certainly just give me the number, but for extra credit, and we all know that you like to get extra credit, yes. you're gonna, I'm going to ask you to name them. Okay. Okay. I can think of two right off the top of my head. Well, yeah. Yeah. You're going to have to think a little deeper on the rest of it. Hmm. So challenge let's, accepted. Let's get let's get everybody kind of ready for the next couple of weeks, especially in the house. The Senate is business as usual. Um as far as we know, they are taking up yeah. um they are taking up um just bills on the calendar, working through some things. Um could put some bills on special order, but who knows. That's kind of a day-to-day yeah issue as far as how they're working through bills and how long they've been on the calendar before they need to put them on special order. I thought Senator Massey said something about putting something on special order this week. Or maybe that was last uh, week. Maybe I it was remember. last week. The weeks were all running together. Um, so the the House Ways and Means Committee adopted the budget. The yes. House Ways and Means Committee version of the budget. Mm-hmm. That will sit on House members' desks next week. For them to look it over. Peruse. For them to flip through it and for them to craft amendments. The week of March 13th, and that's a Monday, and they start on a Monday afternoon, usually after lunch. Mm -hmm. They start the budget. That will begin on Monday, March 13th. Usually, Now, there have been some years where it's been done in 48 hours. Yeah. There's been some years where it's gone on and on. We have been given some subtle hints that it could... This could be a long and painstaking process. Yes, because of the ongoing dynamics, and we've already mentioned it. Right, right. Between the caucuses. Between the caucuses, particularly the Republican caucus and the Freedom Caucus. Um, So then we do the budget that week, and then the House takes a furlough week the week after the budget. Are you going to do, are you taking off that (laughs) week too, or what are you going to do? I wish I could, but the Senate will still be in session the, and there is still work to do on behalf of cities and towns. Kids are still in school yeah. that week? Our spring break is not until April. Oh, 
Gotcha. And not until the week after Easter. Gotcha. So that's but that they're still going to be in there. That, that aligns more with college spring breaks. Yeah, that, they're that earlier yeah. than yeah. little kids. Yeah. Um. So the week of the twentieth will be the the week that they're not here. It's a furlough week, mm-hmm. and then they come back <clears throat> on the twenty eighth that Tuesday, and they have that week. <clears throat> and the next week up until the end of the session on April the 6th to pass bills that originated in each chamber right. out of that chamber. Right. So before crossover, which is technically the 10th of April, but it's the 6th is the last legislative day. They have until then to pass bills out of the bills originating chamber. Right. And we'll, we'll have that in the dome after, um, after the furlough week. And we'll, we'll keep you, we'll keep reminding you of that in from the dome to your home on Fridays. But I just kind of need everybody to see, you know, where we are. We've got about two months left in the legislative session. This crossover deadline is not nearly as harried as next year's crossover. That's deadline right. Will because be. this is the middle, it will be the middle of it, just the beginning of a two year session. Yeah. So, We've got all next session to toil over bills. We don't have to hurry up and get them passed this session if if it's not some sort of emergency. But the to the extent that we can get stuff passed now, I'm I'm you right, know, right. happy to do it. It's very exciting. Um, anything else that we need to talk about before? Well, uh, do l- let me let me just give everybody a heads up, particularly with regard to the budget. And we talked about it this morning a little bit with the mayors. There's a proviso that was included in the Ways and Means budget okay. that affects short-term rentals. Okay. Okay. And we've seen this proviso before. It was in last year's budget. And what it does is say something to the effect of if a jurisdiction prohibits short-term rentals from being located in their jurisdiction. Right. Then like the, completely bans them, right. prohibits them. You are not allowed ever. Right. Then okay. there are these penalties. Okay. Um Nobody in the state prohibits them outright. So uh, it is a benign proviso. But what I will tell you is, despite the fact that we had a little flurry of activity with short-term rentals and discussion a couple of weeks ago, it's sort of subsided now. That issue is looming over the horizon, the legislative horizon. Okay. So listeners need to be having frequent and firm conversations with their house members and their senators. I like frequent and firm. About the importance of the local regulation of short-term rentals in concert with residents and their businesses. Not not rude, just firm. Frequent but firm. Right. Yes. So. Like conversations you have with your kids. Yes. Frequent and firm. Because <laughs> they don't listen. Right. That's correct. Generally. That's correct. Sometimes they do. Frequent. Actually, you know what? I've learned over the years. They they do. They are listening. Of course, people know this. They're listening when you don't think they are. Right. And sometimes they're listening when you don't want them to. That's true. <laughs> right. But all those years. But they are. All those years that Big Bubby was was at my side, not terribly interested in whatever I was doing in the yard or working on right. fixing something. He was listening. He was paying. He attention. He was paying attention. Yeah, and it and it paid off in several very practical ways. For Sometimes him. you just they just can't let you know they are. That's right. <clears throat> Don't want you to get the big head. Um, Scott, <laughs> how many municipalities in South Carolina have a Berg name? You can give me the number first, and then you can try to guess. 
I can think of two. Oh, God, you're so far off. Right off the top of my head. Okay. All right. That's good, but you got to come. There are a little bit more than that. Really? All right. So let's go down. Let's start. Okay. Spumberg. Yep. Orangeburg. Yep. Hmm. Give me some counties. Give me some counties. Um, that helps me. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Can you do it? Can you give me the counties? Um, uh, Chester County, maybe? Oh, Richburg. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Give me another one. Um, I don't know. Uh, Lexington. Lexington County? Or Saluda County. Saluda County. Mm, I don't know. What's the... Um, give me another it county. It is one of the only hyphenated... Batesburg, Leesville. Yeah. How did I miss that? How did I not get... Yeah, that's Lexington County. Barnwell County, maybe? Oh, ba- well, well, hang on a second. B-U-R-G, not B-E-R-G. If right. it's B-E-R-G, I said Bamberg. You. Bamberg I said you, would be not a... E. Not Bamberg, would be Berg. a Berg. Yeah. Not Bamberg. So not Bamberg. Okay. Even though I think technically you probably ought to count it. Spartanburg County. Um, How about Sumter and Lee County? Lee County. It covers two counties, Sumter and Lee County. Oh, now you've got me stumped then. I don't know. Lee County. You've only got Bishopville, Hartsville. No, Hartsville's not in um, Lee County. Hartsville's in Darlington County. Yeah, I know. Golly, I don't know. You've stumped me, finally. Lynchburg. Lynchburg, of course. All right, and then the last one is Cherokee County. Blacksburg, of course. That's right. Yeah, of yeah, course, yeah. Scott, of course. I know Blacksburg. Well, I'm not going to give you a prize this week, but maybe next week you can redeem yourself. Home of a railroad festival up there. Speaking of festivals, don't, doesn't Blacksburg Listen, do a railroad I, festival of some kind? Orangeburg does a festival. I mean, well, everybody, everybody does a festival. Everybody does yeah. a festival. Everybody does a signature a, festival. I know that that may be a an upcoming trivia question about where what festival is where. But that would be impossible that, to I was get. about to say, that would be 271 different festivals. Oh, it'd be more than that. Because uh, some people have more than one. Multiples, yeah. Think town, about, town of Macby used to have the Macby Fall Festival. Think about all the festivals I rode that in the are parade. in. I mean, you, you should have one that at least. On the cover of the you should have book. a festival at least once a quarter, right? I mean, to keep your residents a happy. A seasonal festival of some kind. Obviously. What else? That's, that can't be all. This is a short show. Yeah, it's good show. Six, six of them. That There's was six. the. That was the. Hmm. That was the answer to the trivia question. I wouldn't have gotten Lynchburg. I look, for, I look forward to challenging you. I wouldn't have again. gotten Lynchburg. Yeah, but if you give me the, I mean, you know, except for Lynchburg, you gave me the, give me the county. I could pick them out. Do you picture it in your head? Yeah. You just picture the county in your head, and then you can see uh, all the different mm-hmm. Lynchburg or Bay, No, Blacksburg was on your call list when yes. you were a field services manager. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Lynchburg was not. No, Lynchburg was. Because you never uh, had like the Midlands. No. Sumter Lee, that area. I did very briefly, but then uh, we hired we hired somebody else to come in and take over those territories. So, yeah. Bamberg is spelled B-E-R-G. E-R-G. E-R-G I wonder if we're going to have a question of B-E-R-G. E-R-G's and not U-R-G's. I don't think, Maybe I don't that's think the there only are any E-R-G. E-R-G's. Bamberg is the only E-R-G. That's the E-R-G. only one. That if, I, if, if I think. Well, if this I'm, was a two trivia question. Um showed them <laughs> it was a bogo if you will <laughs> buy one um Let's everybody have a great week we'll see you next time be sure to follow the municipal association's podcasts on google play apple podcasts amazon music audible spotify and soundcloud 
Find the latest from the Municipal Association on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the Association's website, masc.sc.